Welcome to my channel. This is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and will finance Chase Discover Robinhood and public a stock trading app. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Real Estate Guru PK signing up. How y'all doing with Jasmine? Um, how you been? How you doing? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling good. I'm excited to see what kind of questions you about to ask me today, but I'm feeling good. I'm blessed. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> What, what movies was you in? Oh, my goodness. That's what we going to first. I just told you <laughs> that I wish that track record was longer. So I can't really. The ones I was in, it was just, you know, you trying to get your feet wet. So we don't even need to mention those. So you're not, you're not going to say them for real? No. It's just, just like, like one or two. Just say like one or two. It's just like ones you would do. Just you trying to build your career, you know? So we could skip that. Let's talk about like my books and stuff, like stuff I really do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. We can talk about your books. So how'd you, uh, why'd you want to be an author? Well, me being an author came after me being a journalist. I started school, I want to say, me reporting and interviewing people. I always was curious about what made them successful mm -hmm. and so and me interviewing them I always would ask this question it's it was my words of wisdom like everyone I interviewed I had to ask them what's your words of wisdom and so in that someone gave me the idea like you should write a book and I was like a book you know I never thought about a book and mm -hmm. so he was more trying to tell me just write a book like it could be with quotes and then it came on me like you know what I always ask this question let me do it on words of wisdom so at first the book my first book is live fully and that was going to be words of wisdom I had like all these other terms and it I decided to make it a self-help book because I was and then another story is I was going through a lot of challenges in this time with looking for work with looking for things and they weren't available like me trying to get certain jobs so I was going through like a stressful time and I was looking for self-development like I'm really big on that mm -hmm. and I couldn't find a book you could write in and so the fact I couldn't find a book to write in and I needed that for myself to kind of just get my mind back on track to get myself back you know on on what I felt I needed like I needed that motivation I needed that push like to say you know you can do it mm -hmm. and I couldn't find that in the bookstore of just writing so I was like you know what I'm gonna add that part of a book and that's how Live Fully, 10 Golden Rules, Live a Rich Life, I had to go back in my journaling and see what I did to write that down. And so that's how my first book came. And then after that, you know, Powerful Woman, which I did uh, a year ago. And that was to because I was searching for what is it to be a powerful woman? Mm. And I felt like it wasn't just a book that was simple as day that can kind of motivate women to just what are the key things we need in being a woman? And so in my research of that, I became I came up with the chapters and all of that. And I was like, that's going to be a book. So that became the next book. Okay. During this process, was your mom helping you or you just kind of like doing it by yourself? Right? No, I really want to say a lot of people that I knew around me from in the industry or people that I've interviewed or 
people that I did reach out to because I really loved how they carried themselves or mm -hmm. what they did, then those were the people that I got their quotes. It's a lot of quotes in the book. It's a lot of different, uh, a lot of different facts. A lot of women who have been successful have their facts in there of how mm -hmm. they became successful. So it was a lot of all of that together to make a powerful book. Okay. Um, like the, the shows you was on, like, how did that come about? Like when you say shows, what you mean? Like, um, like the TV shows, all that. Uh, really just you, me being a journalist, like I said, being a reporter, being on red carpets, doing certain events, kind of, you get asked to be on certain shows or you get asked to be a part of certain conferences. And that's kind of how that went. Then I start putting on my own events. So all of that just kind of went with what I was doing, being in the media industry. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I've been asking like all my guests this question. You have a son? Yes. <laughs> what would you, um? what advice would you give your son about women? Oh, about women, wow. Well, I right now, a lot of what I focus on is his confidence and being a strong young man. And so I do share because little girls are starting to like him and, you know, he's starting to have little crushes at school. <laughs> and so I more just try to have him focus on, is she smart? Is she intelligent? Like, yeah, the looks are cool, but how is she with them books? Does she know how to read? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so he's in fourth grade. So it's really like stuff like that, just to look at how her brain is. Would she be of a good help to you? How does she talk to you? How are the girls around you? Like, are they motivating? Are they being mean? Are they, you know, kind of how is that dynamic? So I really just tell him, that she kind of need to be smart, intelligent. And so far it's been good. It's like one of the smartest girls in this class. He kind of say he got a crush on. I'm like, well, y'all friends, you know, y'all. <laughs> it's friends right now until maybe high school. Like they gonna be friends, you know. Okay. So I kind of keep it on just friends. I'm not trying to rush the dating and all of that. I always tell him when you start dating, that's when you have a job. That's when you have other things going. Right now, just keep it as friends. You know, you mm -hmm. like her, they like you. Cool. You know, you want to bring a little candy Valentine's or something? We could do that. You could. But when you start making your kids date, it starts getting them those emotions. And I think it starts adding extra pressure where they want to know more. They're getting more curious. They're getting more open to different things, which I'm open to him with about anything if you have a question. But I don't want to bring that on so young. Mm -hmm. You know, if we don't have to open that door, just, hey, you got a crush on a girl? Cool. Y'all could be cool. Y'all could be friends, but you don't got to be kissing and doing all of that right now. So I just kind of keep it on, make sure she's intelligent. Yeah, she could be beautiful, but make sure she has something else about her more than just the looks. Does she need to be like submissive? Oh, I've been hearing submissive so much. I don't really focus on submissive mm -hmm. telling him. I mean, it's more so if they're added value, I feel like that is. That's enough. I could I would say that because if they respect you and that's part of it, if they respect you and they're added value, that is being submissive if they because if they respect you, it's gonna be there. Do you consider yourself submissive? Ooh, I wouldn't say I'm not submissive, <laughs> but I'm not married right now. So, you know, like if I'm in a relationship, I'm definitely I let the man play his role, like the lead, like I like to just be the woman, you know. And so I'm more in the area of 
just wanted to play my role, adding value, seeing what I could do to help whatever the business is or whatever's going on, like kind of use that. Like we're intuitive women. We have intuition. We mm-hmm. have certain key things about us. And so I just want to play that role. You know, like I want to do that. I don't think it's all about being masculine and True. being the boss in the household. But yes, of course, when I run my own business or when I do my own things, then yeah, of course. But I think submissive I guess it's just on the person you're with how do they see that mm-hmm. you know because I've been in a relationship where it's been very controlling the guy was very controlling before so I don't know a lot of times we can equate that as are you saying do they need to control you no you no, 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 no controlling is controlling but I'm saying sometimes women you know we're trying to understand so every man is different when they say submissive maybe they might mean it as a respect you know it just depends on what submissive is to them it, it, it correlates with each other, like just respect and just like the man taking the lead, and then you know the woman kind of following suit. Versus like, no, no, we like she's trying to do it this way, and then he's trying to do it this way, and then y'all butting heads, and then y'all going different directions. True. No, I definitely think that you both should be on the same accord. I think that should be looked at first. Do we have the same values? Are we going in the same direction? Because if you are going this way and that way, whether you're submissive or not, it's not going to be on the same accord. You're not going to go down the same road. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that should be talked about first <laughs> mm-hmm. before you do go into like a very serious relationship is make sure, hey, is this person, do do our visions align? And if our visions align and what we want to accomplish in our life, let's help build each other to get there, to mm-hmm. get to that finish point. Do you uh do you got like a certain criteria for men that that you want that you that you date? A criteria. Like like I would say I definitely have to see a great example from my son. So I'm very big on that. I dress my son in like suits. I'm so like about him being confident, a strong young man. So I do look at when it comes to a partner, if they could be a great example mm-hmm. of that. So that is like a big thing for me. I'm sure women who have women. I mean, women who have children say that, but that's to me, like certain men, if I see them do certain things, I'm like, no, because if my son ever did something like this, I don't know if I could handle it. So I would say more so on, that's the first criteria. And I'm sure guys probably look at a woman too. Like, could they see if you're raising their daughter or if they're you're raising their kids, mm-hmm. what they want their child to be something like you. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where my first criteria is. But I'm open to, as long as they have a vision and plan for themselves, they have to have like a drive about life. Because I've had guys who just, they're very comfortable just where they are, what they're doing. And it's like, I'm just so ambitious. I'm so like trying to get things accomplished. So even if they're not, if they're supportive, you know, they're supportive of what you have going on and what you want to do, then that's perfect, Mm. you know? And so it's just seeing what works in the relationship. So I don't necessarily say I have this whole long checklist. I just know you got to, ha- you. I got to be able to communicate with you. Mm. It has to be respect there and has to be trust. Like those are my like top things. Like those got to be key. <laughs> Does he need to make a certain amount? You know, I've been hearing about this. Like I had a friend the other day was like, you, you only talk to guys who are like, this stature makes this much. I'm like, well, I think it's just because I'm around them. I don't think I necessarily am like, oh, he has to make this amount and I only will talk to him. I think it's just who approaches me, like, (laughs) if I would date them. So I necessarily wouldn't say they have to be in, like, a certain bracket as long as they want more for themselves. Like, with those broke, 
<laughs> if they broke, broke. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what's broke? Like, you don't got a car. You don't got a house. Like, nothing. Like, probably staying with his parents. Like, no. I would say I went through that stage. You already went through that? So you're yeah, not, you're I would not say back. I went through that stage of when you're younger, okay. you want to build with somebody. I would say now I have, like, a child. Like, I have to provide. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm good. So, again, that starts with ambition, determination. Mm. I feel like a guy who has that, they're not going to be in a situation like that. And so that just comes with who the person is. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not saying you got to be rich and all of this, but you have to be, you got something going for yourself because you want more, mm -hmm. you know? And that was something I was actually looking at today. I was listening to, I like to listen to a lot of different audios. And one I just came across is by John Ron. He's new, so I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to one and it was all about you become more, you can have more if you become more. And it really stuck to me because it was kind of saying like, or on the flip side, if you don't become more, you won't have more. Mm. And so it really starts with who you want to be. It's in the becoming of if life will give you more or give you greater things of you attracting it versus if you don't become a better person or if you're not becoming a better version of yourself, you won't mm. get anymore. You'll be stuck in your same situation. Mm. So it's like, Personal development, I'm big on. I feel like people should every day work on themselves to being better. Like, I feel like that's part of you growing, part of your journey, part of what you need to bring to the world is you got to keep adding value to yourself daily. So mm -hmm. if it's a guy who's not trying to add value, then it's like, okay, well, maybe you just need to read my books. <laughs> you know, I could be a good friend. I could do this. And I have guy friends. So that's fine. Okay. You know, I don't necessarily have to date a guy who's doing that, but I can definitely help and add. <laughs> you know, I can I'll definitely add and tell them some things they could do to get there, get to that part. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, do you just date black men or, or is like different? Right. I want to say through the course of my life, I've, it's been diverse. Uh, I can't say it's just been black men, uh, but I definitely, of course, when I get married, you know, whoever God says, I'm kind of not looking too much at that. But I think that would be a, a great stronghold of, you know, of course, what a woman would prefer, like someone who she could relate to when it comes to race, when it comes to certain different things you can kind of relate and bond to. So I never close the door and just say, oh, it's only this person. But if that was the case, you know, of course, I get approached by uh, <laughs> my brothers. <laughs> and so it just would be like if it aligns, then, hey, I'm for it. Do you um, can you date a guy like with, with multiple kids or with, with kids? You know, like God has opened my eyes recently because because <laughs> I used to say I couldn't date if they were so little. You know, like if they had like a two-year-old or oh, a one-year-old, okay. I'd be like, no, you need to go work it out with your baby mama. Like, your baby too little. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so I used to feel like that. But now I've come across where it's like, you know, I have to understand. Sometimes people have kids and they necessarily didn't have a relationship or didn't work something. So you can't look at it just like that. Mm. You know, so I'm open to thinking about it, but I've never have dated someone like with the little baby. But of course, if they had, like I have a 10-year-old, so I can't mm. be like... You can't have no kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm open to if they have children. Like I said, it just depends on their relationship with the baby mother. Like, how is that? You know, like, are you guys, is there, like, it has to be a respect there. Mm -hmm. And I think I've learned that, like, 
if they don't respect her, mm. how can I expect him to respect me if mm. I don't have a kid with him? You know, so it kind of just you see the type of man someone is through how they're treating the woman who does have kids with them. So I look at that more so than saying, oh, you can't have any kids. <laughs> Do, have you clashed like with your boyfriends, like baby moms? No, I haven't had no drama. Like I dated guys and they had a kid, but they've been like cool with their child's mom. I haven't had nobody like calling and acting crazy. It's For more real? like people who don't got no kids. That'd be calling that <laughs> <laughs> They're calling that crazy versus a guy who has I don't know, maybe just the guys I talk to, like you can't be you can't be confrontational like that. Okay. You know? <laughs> can you can you tell me like a crazy experience you had like with with a uh, with the opposite sex with, with dealing with a man, a crazy experience. Like you got to give me an example. Like what's crazy? I mean, it could be like like she just popped up out of nowhere, like something like that. Um, bothering you on Instagram, right? Like I've had girls who, yeah, they've been on my. Oh, you know what? I have had girls who have DM me, and I don't know who they are, and say I was dating a guy, and they would just be telling me all this stuff or certain things like that. And I'm like, these women must just be jealous or something, you know? Cause when I would approach the guy I was talking to, he would be like, he would probably think I would get like so upset, but I was more like, why is this, how did this woman even get my information? Yeah. Like I was kind of naive in a sense. Like I wasn't thinking so like I mean, go hard because I more protect my peace. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't trying to go off like that like ah, mm -hmm. like no I'm more like what's going on what's this you know I'm more mature like to have a conversation about like okay this woman has hit me it's been like I've gotten DMs and stuff like that of people or like someone who was married I didn't know they were married and may have messaged me and it's like okay well I've never done nothing but I'm glad you let me know okay <laughs> girl <laughs> like keep it pushing <laughs> so I've had like certain people message me or call or things like that. I mean, I think all women kind of get, like, how'd you get my information? But, of course, they got it through their boo or something like that. Mm. Or if it wasn't their boo, it was, like, whether it's the guy I'm talking to, they just happen to see maybe this guy is commenting or something on my page and may have messaged me. For real? Yeah, so it's like, what? Like, how you even know I'm dating him? I guess I used to post more. My personal, but I really don't try to post like personal, like my personal life too much. Mm -hmm. You yeah. like what crazy thing? I'm like, oh lord, I be trying to forget all the craziness. You know, I'm trying to stay in the peace, move forward. You know, era right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's talk about your upbringing. So, how'd you? So you 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 was um you was brought up in L.A. right? Yes. So how did how did that um how was that like being in L.A. It was beautiful. You said Inglewood, right? I never said Inglewood. Look, y'all, he got on Crenshaw. He <laughs> feeling like Inglewood, Crenshaw, that area. You know, I told him L.A., Long Beach, the Valley. You know, that's where Snoop's from, right? I meant to say, I meant to say, uh, <laughs> I meant to say, uh, y'all, he's trying to put me out there. Look, look here. <laughs> no, I would say that my upbringing was beautiful. I, my parents, my parents were married till I was, was I like, I was in my teens. They were married till I was like 13. I want to say because it was right before high school. So it's like 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So it was like around there. And so they divorced and that kind of hit a pole. But I felt like that's probably what was needed because they was arguing. <laughs> you know, I was younger, not really thinking. And so 
I would say I had that good upbringing. I was able to see my mother and my father in the same household. I was able to see them work together. Mm -hmm. I was able to have my cousins over. I go spend the night. So I would say that part was good. Like I never felt like we didn't have, like we had clothes, we had food, you know, so it was a beautiful upbringing with that regards. And then when I moved here, I was older. I was in high school. I was my last year of high school. I went to f three, three different high schools, y'all. Two in LA, one here. <laughs> and so when I came here, that was different, but I knew what I wanted to do once I did get here. I wanted to be in media. And so I just started that with like being in the yearbook committee, doing things like hosting talent shows and things like that when I got here, as well as what I was doing in LA. So it kind of helped pave the way. But yeah, I can't say I had no crazy. I just was. I was a go-getter, though. Mm -hmm. I was one of those kids. I was an entrepreneur little because my parents didn't give me money. I didn't have allowance. I didn't have that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't have, like, the things I really wanted. But the things we needed, we had, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely was more so an entrepreneur young. I was braiding my family's hair, cousin's hair. I remember having, like, the nail shop. Like, I was on people's nails. I, when I did start working, I worked like three, four jobs. Like I was not playing like about getting money young because mm -hmm. I wanted more. I sold candy. I sold stuff at school, you know, like trying to get that money. So, <laughs> And I just felt like because I didn't get allowance, like my parents didn't give any extra to do things. So I felt like, well, hey, I want these things. Like I'm going to find a way to get it. And mm -hmm. I think that's part of my drive too. I've always been like, well, hey, if I want these things, I have to go figure out a way so I can get them you know I have to go make sure I set the right things up to put myself in a position to receive it and so I've always been like had that like drive spirit since I was little but other than that I would say it was good you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you don't give your kids allowance and stuff like that I mean hey but if you've taken care of them they never struggled like with those things then it was beautiful what was like your most like darkest period like being like an entrepreneur darkest period I would say when you're like hmm, it's like having to keep starting over I used to think I had to keep starting over and stopping and starting and I feel in that it makes it challenging because you don't ever have to start over it's like what you use what you've done just add to it keep adding to it mm. and I would think I need to start it completely over I would need to completely do something different and it's just stay consistent a lot of times we want it so quick we want it so fast and so I'm realizing that it's not about you finishing so quick or so fast it's about being consistent with what you're doing having a plan for what you're doing having that outline of okay this is what we're doing for this week or this month and I think that helps in your planning and your business like not to just get stuck and like, oh, if it doesn't happen this week or if it doesn't happen in a year, I need to switch what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, no, y you can still do what it is you need to do. Just it's going to take time. OK. Um. Y'all, I'm over here sweating, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <over> <laughs> oh, Let me take a little sip of water. Are you cool? OK. Oh, you can ask your question. I just needed to take a sip of water. You so funny. <laughs> I'm like, let me, uh, so I could calm down on my sweat. Okay. Oh, my bad. 
Um, you saw- <laughs> the lights, y'all. The lights are real in here. Okay. I was about to say something. Um, what if somebody was trying to like, like, like start writing books and kind of follow your path? What would you recommend them doing? Oh, if they wanted to start right, I would say start. I would say see the people you have around you. A lot of times we take that for granted. Reach out to people. Don't be, don't, don't talk yourself out of doing something. Like if it comes to you to reach out to a certain person, if it comes to you to talk to a certain person, do it. And if you want to write a book, there's opportunities to write a book, you know, or you can even read a book and it tells you who published or who did these things. And the internet is your best, resource right now if you want to start something you can like google it like people say or you can search it what it is you want to do or go to the library get books on how to do it or just ask someone like even if it's me email right now social media is perfect you can dm somebody you can email them they have their contact information on there you can go on their comments and ask questions i would say do that use that information where you can ask them questions don't be afraid to ask any question like Every question, if it's meant to help you, go ask that question and do do the work. Don't be afraid to do the work and stay consistent. I got a good question. So, um, so say say your son turns eighteen, right? Oh Lord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> say a woman like she's like in her thirties. Would you like be okay with that? Oh no. I'm I'm so like knowing where he's going to college, everything. Like I'm that mom. Like we got a plan. We got goals. We doing until we check these off. Until we check. <laughs> you don't even need to be looking at dating nobody right now. Okay, we we staying focused. Okay, so the thirty, unless she at Princeton University, um, I don't know. Unless she alumni, I just don't see that. I don't see, <laughs> like we got a plan. You know, <laughs> like these are the things we're doing. These are the things we're accomplishing. So, and I think that helps. You know, I didn't have, my parents didn't put like a plan for me. Like I know a lot of times people say, you know, you shouldn't probably tell your kids or have things laid out, but that helps them make a plan for themselves. Mm -hmm. If you have one already out and you're going with them with this is what we're doing. It's like an expectation in a sense of, uh, what's the right word? Basically you're giving them uh, blueprint. Yeah, you're giving them kind of like a blueprint of their life, how they could be successful. Okay. And you're doing off of certain reasons. You're not just like, well, I didn't do it, so you got to do it. Mm. Like, it's not like that. It's mm. where I'm seeing off based off what you like to do, the type of person you want to be, the type of things you're telling me you want to accomplish. Hey, this is how we can get there. This is what we're doing. So at 30, 18, 30, uh, unless he already brought home that first degree. <laughs> And I only say that because I want him to go to that school more so for the resources. Like the things that he wants to do, I feel like that's important is resources. So if he stops there, cool. Mm. But the whole point is to be alumni there because of certain people who went there for resources for his business and things he want to accomplish. So if he finished school and he did meet a 30-year-old and that's what he want to do, cool. I mean, I can't really say anything at that point, you know? If he's at, if he's working, he has his own income, he's doing his own thing, then who am I to be like, you can't talk to this 30-year-old? I just would be like, it must be something really about this woman. Is she really helping adding to your life or helping the things that you've set out you want to do? Or are you just dating her because of how she looks? You know, it has mm. to be more on, it aligns with what you're doing. Okay, I feel that. What if, um, does he need to go to like, 
Does he need to go to like a, a prestigious college or can it be like a black college? Like like a I know. I said for the first one, a uh, prestige, but I said if you want to go to HBCU after, yeah. that's fine. I just said but he get his masters at, at HBCU. Yeah, I said wherever. I just said the first one, like we've had that plan since he was little. He has like it all in his room. Like we've been on the campus. Like that's like the school. <laughs> just because I feel like the re again, the resources. Mm. I'm more the school for resources. He, you know, we can educate him on what he needs and things like that. But resources and people is what's important in helping you in your life and in what you're doing. So I want to make sure he gets those right resources. Yeah, you can go to HBCU, learn more about your history, but I'm teaching you that at home, too. Mm. You know, like those things you're learning already in your household. You're learning to be that man. I need you to have those that Rolodex of people, you know, who can make stuff happen, who can help things happen, you mm. know, for what you want to accomplish. So that's more important to me. And then, yeah, I told him after he finished that, he wants to go to HBC or any school you want to go to. You can do that because you already have the resources to help you. You can always go back and visit that school. You have access to the alumni, the people mm. who were there. You know, so it's more of how things are set up to use for you than just, oh, just to say you went to a certain school. Like, what are we getting from the school you mm. say you're going to go to? You know, so that's where my mindset is. After the first one. You want to finish school, you could stop after, to be honest. You don't, mm. <laughs> or if he doesn't, but again, it's more so, so he can have the right friends, the right people to help him build what he needs to build. Does he need to be married before he has children? Right. I can't say that because I wasn't married before I had him. So mm. <laughs> I can't put a certain, I can just tell him it's better that way because of look at how the household was for you. I can just, be as real as I can about life. You know, I know things happen, but try to make them so it doesn't happen. Try to be in the household with the woman. Mm -hmm. And how you can secure that is if you are married to the woman. If you are, if you are married, you're securing that you you can bring up that child in a beautiful environment. Mm -hmm. You know, so I can only present that, but I can't be like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. I think with our children, we just have to educate them on our mistakes. Let them know, hey, we have made mistakes. And mm -hmm. This this didn't pan out right. So from that, learn from me. Learn from us. Learn from the people around you and make better choices. Like your choices make you, you know. Where you see yourself in five years? Five years. I see the vision of my two businesses that I'm working on actually moving like I really want to start a franchise with this boys line I haven't really talked about a lot of people don't know it's more on the media a lot of people know me for having my own media company so mm -hmm. seeing those really prospering and working on their own without me being involved okay that's cool so that's like the goal for five years is to have those functioning where I can kind of check in I have the right people in place where I can check in on it you know check the books check what's going on but that to me would be great. And hopefully I'm married, but that's not like the big thing. <laughs> like if I am, that would be great. If I'm not, like I still got to get this vision of what's in my head and what I'm supposed to do completed. So. Do you plan on having more kids or are you done? Right. I don't mind having any more kids. If, you know, that guy comes along and he wants that, you know, and he married, we married or, you know, God says and. Hey, that'll be it. That'll be it. <laughs> I'm not closed-minded, but I know it's like a certain gap, I guess they say women are supposed to, but okay. we'll see what happened with life. Okay. I'm a, uh, anything else you want you want to talk about? Right? Uh, 
I guess we can talk about like how I got started with my business. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> so I want to say like with JTV One, it started because I didn't have the certain opportunities that everyone had. I was working. I was doing a lot of a lot of groundwork, like from the Super Bowls to different events. I was doing a lot of red carpet events. I was doing a lot of things they needed behind the scene at the studios and things like that. But I wasn't getting granted the on-scene things that I wanted to do. I wasn't mm. getting those opportunities. So in that, me not getting those doors to open for me, I opened my own doors. Mm. And so that's how I started JTV1 is I wasn't getting certain things done and I wanted a door open where I could go through and build a way to help other people come through. So I was saying your challenges or when you're going through things, if a door is not opening that you're trying so hard to open, maybe you have to create that door, you know, and that's something that I did. I'm creating that door, walking through it. And it's been beautiful. Like I've just got a lifetime achievement award and I'm like, wow, a lifetime achievement award, 32. That's really major. And I just thank God because this year for me to get that award, for me to get one from city from the city of Houston, the state, Texas, and from the Congresswoman, Sheila Jackson Lee. Like, those are big, and those are part of adding value to what you're doing. I probably would have never gotten those awards had I stayed behind in a shell, not going after what I felt I wanted to do, what I wanted to accomplish. Mm. And so that's just beautiful because those things help add value to what I'm doing. It helps shows that I'm serious about what I'm doing. I'm really out here in the community. I'm really showing love and creating opportunities for other people in the city of Houston and outside of the city. So I think it's just beautiful to, when you don't see things working for you, it could also be a blessing for you. And so just knowing that and going forward and making that door, going after that vision and staying focused until you see it complete. Okay. Um. I think that's it. Okay. Let me, let me um, I asked you like this either or question, like for the entrepreneurs, and then you just choose one and that's it. Okay, cool. Um, rental property or Airbnb? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you can't do both? Look, nah. you can't do <laughs> I mean, you know, you can say both. That's cool. You can say both. Both. All right, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> stocks or NFTs? Oh, you got some good ones. Stocks. Stocks. You got stocks? Yeah, I have stocks. Ooh. I don't have any NFTs, so that's why I got to say stocks. What, what you what you in? Oh, I have mutual funds. I have a few, like, penny ones. Oh, you got penny stocks? Yeah, I have some penny stocks just in case they do blow up. Uh, I am looking at Burberry, some other ones, trying to see, you know, it just depends on what they're working on that you're kind of getting now. And if they hit, you could be good, so... Yeah, I would say uh, stocks. <laughs> Crypto or stocks? Ooh, right? I don't know. I did do crypto for a little bit. You sold? Yeah. For? I think I, yeah. How I much did you made? That was so long ago. That was when it first was going. Oh, for when yeah. was this, when it went I wish to I would have just kept it. Yeah, because I had a lot of friends who was in Bitcoin and stuff, and they was all like, you need to get it, you need to get it. They even was buying it for me like, you need to get it. I'm like, okay, well, you want to show me work? Cool, you know? And so, yeah, but I would still say stocks. Stocks? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, money or equity? Ooh, equity. Equity? Two million followers or a rental property? Two million followers. Two million followers. 
850 credit score or a million dollars. Say that again. 850 credit score or a million dollars. The credit score. Credit score? For real? Yeah, you can get that million all day. Okay. You get stuff. You got that. If you got your credit and you make the right purchases, you know. Okay, I feel that. You get that million dollars. Tour or Airbnb? Go on tour or, or Airbnb? Tour or Airbnb, like get cars. Oh, tour, right, where you rent the cars. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it just seemed like so much work with all those rental cars people be doing. I just recently started hearing about doing that car service, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good thing." If I have somebody else to run it, like making sure people keep my car clean and bring it back and writing it, or different cars, even with an Airbnb, but a car, a car is like, I gotta always be tracking it, you know. Nah, Airbnb is more work. Airbnb really? Yes. Even if you just got a maid to come clean it up real quick? Man, it's more work. <laughs> she might be busy. She might. You might have to go clean it up. No, you better hire the right maid or get the no, another service. They be cleaning so many houses and so many... I would say people need a shelter more than they need a car. So I would say Airbnb. Like everybody's doing Airbnb. Because if everything shut down, like it was quarantined, like nobody going to be driving. They're going to need Airbnb. That's true. Like they're going to need somewhere to live. That's true. <laughs> Okay. Um, business, business account, business account, or regular checking account. Business account all day. You need to do everything business, credit everything card, business. everything. Yeah, business. business credit cards. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You need everything business. LLC or S corp. Right. Of course, we got to start off. You got to get your LLC. I would say get that first. LLC. Before you get the S corp. Yeah. LA or Houston. I know. How could you say that? Like, I'm from L.A., but I feel like here's where it's meant for me to build. Like, it's I've been prospering a lot in Houston. Like, I'm going to go back to L.A., like, have a house there. But I feel like my headquarters and it's so much opportunity here. Like, I would say Houston. Y'all been showing me love, Houston. You don't think you, you could have been, like, a movie star if you stayed in L.A.? I would say you have to build your name and then go back. Then go back? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, feel I would say you got to build that moment because so many people who want to do that there. It's like, I don't know. It's like everybody named Mama want to do that. So you come somewhere else, you can make a name for yourself somewhere and then go back. It's always better. Louis or Burberry? Louis or Burberry? What do I got more? I got more Louis stuff. You got more Louis? Oh, that's it. 